today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Very excited about uh, the next presentation, which will be happening at Theatre Aquarius. And it's actually tomorrow night, opening night. Uh, we'll talk about the run times in just a couple of seconds. But it is, well, you just heard, Mamma Mia from ABBA, and that is the show. Ron Ulrich, of course, uh, is with us, the Artistic Director at Theatre Aquarius. First of all, it's it's great to have you back on. Thanks for coming in today. It is my pleasure to be here, and I wish you would have me on more often, dear Bill. <laughs> <laughs> the door is always open, Ron. The door is always, always open. open. Tell, let's introduce our two uh, guests here, because they're, they're a major part of the show as well. Sitting right beside me is the young lady who plays uh, Sophie, the star of the show. Well, the two stars of the show are both here, Sophie, and that is... Katie Kerr. Hi. Katie Kerr. <laughs> and beside her, the mother, the wonderful, 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 remarkable actress from Vancouver. Kaylin Stadnick. Great there to have are. you with us. Thanks, Thanks so much. I was just thinking, Ron, when I saw that you guys were going to do this, uh, when we got the, uh, the rundown for the, for the upcoming se- for this season now, uh, of the, the bombastic outburst of, of enthusiasm when this show actually hit Broadway years ago. Uh, not unlike what we heard with Hamilton over the last couple of years when mm. that came on. Uh, people came out, oh, they're going to do a musical with ABBA music. That should be kind of cool. People just love this show. Remember they just Bananas love it. Up. Why? What's the magic? I went to see this thing. I saw it in London in 1999, and uh, um, I walked up to the box office because I knew it was a ABBA show, and I knew it would have great appeal simply because of that music. Um, I walked into the box office, and I said, do you happen to have a ticket? And they said, I happen to have two because the guy ahead of you just turned his back in. So I phoned my wife, and I said, we're going to see Mamma Mia tonight. She said, I don't want to see that bloody show. I don't <laughs> care about going to that show. And I swear to you, she came with me, and five minutes into the show, she, along with everyone else in the audience, was on their feet screaming, (laughs) cheering, and yelling. It's because the music is infectious. The story is absolutely sublime. It's a story with such a huge heart Mm -hmm. at the middle of it that you can't help but love it. I mean, it's a a silly little story to a certain extent. A young girl thinks, uh, discovers she has three possible fathers, brings them to the island for uh, her wedding ceremony. Her mother doesn't know anything about that happening. But in the middle of that is a heart that's bigger than all of this country. The other element about this, and you and I have talked about this in the past, there are other musicals, and I love musicals, that you classify them as jukebox musicals. They're really a, a thinly veiled excuse just to play a whole bunch of songs. This has a great storyline. It That's really the broke yeah. the mold. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, it, it kind of set the precedent for a lot of jukebox musicals, and and they're, they're within jukebox musicals, there are kind of two categories. One where you use um, the songs to stand alone, say, as... Um, uh, Buddy Holly, you use the you're in a studio and you're recording the music uh, as if you were Buddy Holly in a recording session. And then there's musicals like Mamma Mia that use it to advance the plot forward and use the songs almost as if they were written for the show, um, a, a, a kind of set aside from them being an ABBA song and being a popular pop song. They have relevance to the plot line and to the character development story inside the song yeah and it just seems to work within the story of the show it's just amazing how it all comes together but that's not happenstance but i i felt the same thing the first time i saw the show that uh, i mean obviously as as somebody who's been in radio for a long time i played all those songs when i was you know back in the day i didn't i didn't always do this played all those parts (laughs) 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 only only behind closed doors but anyway 
I digress. But, but you know, and you listen to them unto themselves, and, and as you say, Abba, well, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, a very popular group, of course, of the, of the 70s, uh, and late 70s and early 80s, with some, some spectacularly successful songs. But when you see them within this context, uh, it's not as if, well, let's make an excuse to do uh, Knowing Me, Knowing You. It right. fits the plot. Right. It's Completely. almost as if, okay, I'm thinking, did they write those songs way back then with something like this in mind? In mind, right. It, you almost wonder. Yeah. It, it reads like as a concept album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. obviously not the intention to begin with, but it, it, it's so you can follow the plot line just by playing the songs. Yeah. It's it's one of those remarkable things where you wonder, okay, what, what was their mindset mm. when they did this? Because everything they selected out of their body of work, you're right, is integral, actually, to, to, the, to, the, to the show itself. Yes, yeah. so important. Yeah. yeah. I know that when they were putting it together, I think, I can't remember if it was Cameron McIntosh or Robert Stigwood, said, you've got this great body of music that you guys have written. Can we put a story to it so that we've actually got uh, a plot-driven vehicle that makes you see your songs? And the two guys said, yeah, absolutely, we can do that. And they wrote, they wrote a couple of the songs specifically for the show, uh, the Green um, Song, the one that you have at the top oh, of the that, too. Yeah. The Nightmare song <laughs> is specifically for this show no, I think there's one other in there but all the rest are out of their canon and they just made the story fit into the songs or the story that fit the songs want to hear more download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to the Bill Kelly show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML